0: Crossover Appeal is a show that will sometimes have spoilers, but the hosts promise not to be jerks about it. Also, from time to time, Walt and Annie may get small details about the things they discuss incorrect, and they would like you to know that every time it happens, it is done on purpose to spite you, specifically. Enjoy the show! Hey everybody and welcome to Crossover Appeal. I'm Walt McGough.
1: And I'm Annie Cardi. Hey Annie. Hey Walt.
0: Annie what do we do on Crossover Appeal?
1: On Crossover Appeal we take two fictional universes, two fandoms if you mm-hmm. will. Um, oh I will. F- yeah you should. I, I
0: always <laughs> you will. You better. <laughs> oh god. Yeah I will I'm under we- threat of violence.
1: Yeah. Um, and we fold those universes in on themselves mm. as if y- it was just a, a time space continuum, like origami, one those, like one of those slippy,
0: foldy things you make in middle school, but for fandoms that like tell like, you who you are going to marry.
1: Oh, a um cootie catcher
0: is that what they were
1: called? I think so.
0: Wow, that is like the least cool name. I know.
1: Wow, for such a cool thing. I know for an amazing technology. Really the sixth edge.
0: graders harness the power of the future.
1: Yes, that's an amazing they technology. Are, the children are our future, Walt. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's let's just hope that those sixth graders use their power responsibly. Yes, as sixth graders always do.
1: Well, th- I mean, just as responsibly as adults, apparently.
0: Yeah, that's true. There's really not a lot of difference in the. Well, nope. any, anywho, <laughs> Annie, uh, what are we talking about tonight?
1: Uh, tonight we are talking about. Holes and Inception.
0: Ooh. It's one
1: of those um classic short title. <laughs> those those, those
0: one word mash em ups yep. that we're so famous for. Holeception, they call it. Wow. Or inceptal. That sounds Either like, way nope. sounds gross. Nope. Yeah. Don't Google that. No, there's yeah, mm-hmm. please. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> no. No, especially not with server Service. <laughs> exactly. Ooh. Um uh, Well, why don't you uh, please <laughs> cleanse our brains of whatever image just popped up yep. in there with those two words. And tell us a little bit about Holes. Um, So Holes is
1: a 1998 middle grade novel and a 2003 comedy adventure film. Uh, both of which were actually written by Louis Sakar. Oh, so, really? Yeah, he did the screenplay. He wrote wow. the book and then wrote the screenplay.
0: That is very different than how it usually works.
1: Yeah, right? Especially um, with,
0: did you see the Percy Jackson thing? I
1: did saw that there was a movie i don't know anything about it though
0: rick roden this month like wrote a big blog post about his process on the first movie Mm -hmm. and it basically involved him sending increasingly angry emails to the producers and being ignored at all turns of course (laughs) and he's
1: he's a big deal i mean this isn't like usually it's like oh goodbye book rights and movie people do whatever like rick roden is is a legit famous book person who has many monies
0: yeah and like A lot of the email reads a little bit like the nightmare scenario of someone who's like, well, actually, in the book, it was like this. But like all of his arguments are actually completely spot on and basically said what would happen when the movie came out. So good job, Rick. Yeah, right. Keep it up. Mm -hmm. But hey, Louis Sakar. I think so. Yeah. Did not have that problem.
1: No. And actually, the book and the movie are pretty similar yeah. um and both did really well um mm-hmm. like the book won the 1998 u.s national book award for young people's literature and the 1999 newbery medal um so it just cleaned up critically yeah man and then the film was also also a financial success and received positive, positive reviews from critics
0: also one of the only movies that i went to the theater to watch in college
1: really don't
0: know why can't for the life of me remember you didn't
1: go to many movies i guess no
0: i mean i went to like you know two or three a year but like for oh. some reason horace friend of the show yeah. and my former roommate and i were just hanging out one night I mean, and we were a like real
1: good movie to go yeah see. we
0: were like let's go see a movie I'm... what's this i don't know okay great it was lovely yeah
1: i bet mm-hmm. um wow i feel like i went to a lot of movies in college yeah I just had
0: such an active social calendar. I guess so. Being so cool and in demand. Yeah, going to parties. (laughs) There were a lot of bagels to eat.
1: Right, bagel parties.
0: Mm -hmm. That's probably not something you should Google either. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't make that bad. It it wasn't me, (laughs) Eddie. I'm I'm 80% positive that the internet already went ahead and made that bad for us. (laughs) Oh, God. Just... (laughs) That's what it does. Oh,
1: man. I would be so excited to get an invitation to a bagel
0: party. Yeah, but...
1: <laughs> I'd, be so, I'd be so sad.
0: It should be so sad and I betrayed. Be so
1: disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, anyway, uh, this episode, uh, we're largely going to be focusing on the movie since I actually haven't read the book.
0: Oops. It's um, all right. That's like most of the time when I do a movie, so...
1: Yeah, but this is like a children's literature you thing, just and it won the Newbery. The same. Yeah, exactly, right? So I did one. Yeah.
0: Um, what do you want from any world? Come on,
1: right? I only have so much time on my hands. Mm. Um, there's so much to reblog on Tumblr. <laughs> Who else is gonna do that?
0: So many phrases to Google. Exactly. Just in case.
1: <laughs> just for the heck of it. <laughs> just for the heck of it.
0: It's the most dangerous so- game. Wow, that really...
1: So many bagel parties to play. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I would go to
0: one, though. I really would.
1: I'm going to have one, and people are going to come and be really disappointed when they're just bagels. But then they'll have bagels, right? so they'll be happy. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um,
1: but again, like the movie and the book. Of... Hey,
0: you know what bagels have. <laughs> <laughs> Segway executed Yay!
1: i'm gonna try and hold it together guys i promise
0: i don't know i'm, I'm enjoying this quite a bit <laughs>
1: thank you um so the story follows stanley yelnats the fourth a 14 year old boy whose family is loving but unlucky due to an old family curse mm-hmm. Ooh. due to stanley's bad luck he's falsely accused uh and convicted of stealing a pair of sneakers from a charity auction um, he opts to go to Camp Green Lake, a juvenile detention center, to service time, thinking it'll be better than regular juvie. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Camp Green Lake is not green and has no lake. Oh, no. Um, it hasn't rained in like a bajillion years. Yeah. Uh, what it does have is a bunch of kids forced to dig five by five foot holes every day as part of a self improvement plan under the direction of Warden Louise Walker, mm. um, who's the yeah, warden at Green Lake. She, um, or rather, the camp is also plagued by poisonous lizards. No, just for kicks. It's just a great place. Um, Stanley gradually make front makes friends with the other boys at Camp Green Lake, including Zero, a young boy whom the others think is stupid because he doesn't talk much and doesn't know how to read. Oh, Zero! Yeah, I know, but he's dealing with a lot of anger issues. Mm-hmm. Um, zero, you're just a little muffin.
0: What to be angry about when you're stuck all day digging holes with poisonous right, lizards? And you're a kid. Yeah, come on.
1: Um, the movie also details the history of Camp Green Lake, including the story of Catherine Kissin' Kate Barlow, mm. former school teacher who turns outlaw after Charles Trout Walker, a wealthy man who owns the Green Lake area, burns down her school and kills Sam, the man Kate loves. Oh, no. After, like, Kate won't date him or something.
0: Yeah, whatever. Trout. Ugh. Get a better nickname than that. Toxic and then come masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, Trout sick masculinity. Never yeah. Mind. Yeah. Trout sick fish. You fish, it you. yeah,
1: Fisher's sick. I did it, nailed it. Go Google. Um, it. Kate Kate goes on to be a bandit, including stealing a suitcase of treasure from Stanley's great grandfather. Um, Walker's family continues to hunt for Kate's long lost er, for Kate's lost treasure. And that's the reason why kids are digging all these holes. Right. Because the warden is the descendant of Trout. Exactly. Mr. It's Johnson. Louise Walker, Charles Walker. Yeah. Mm. Um, while digging, Stanley comes across an old lipstick bottle of Kissin' Cates. Ooh. I know. Which she used for kissin'. And then killin'. Whoa. Yeah. Um, we also get flashbacks of Stanley's, quote, no good, no good, dirty, rotten, pig-stealing great-great-grandfather, who failed to keep her promise to fortune teller Madame Zeroni before he moved to the U.S. Mm. Um, and Madame Zeroni is Eartha Kid here, and which, she's just the greatest person. That's all you need. Yeah. It's Eartha Kit. So it's an Eartha Kitt movie. You're going to watch it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so back in the present, after Zero hits one of the camp wardens with a shovel, he and Stanley take off into the desert. They climb a mountain to find this field of wild onions and water. Um, Stanley finds out that Zero's real name is Hector Zeroni, and after having carried Zero up the mountain, he's broken the Yelnats family curse. Yeah, Yay! he didn't even have
0: to steal a pig to do it. Exactly. Or give a pig back, yeah, whatever Yeah, just it pigs
1: is. are fine here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, pigs don't really factor into things no. as much as one might think.
1: Exactly. There's more lizards than pigs. Mm-hmm um stanley and hector slash zero return to the camp and find kate's lost treasure which is a suitcase that bears the name uh, stanley yelnats Ah. so it's totally his yeah um louise walker and the other wardens try to get the treasure from stanley but they're interrupted when stanley's lawyer shows up with proof that stanley was falsely accused of the crime good job lawyer exactly The police also arrive, revealing that the wardens are, like, legit criminals.
0: This really says something about the juvenile justice system.
1: I mean, this is a very lighthearted take on the juvenile justice system. that's true. But But it hints at
0: some darker underbelly things. Yeah, oh, exactly. No one's Mm. looking out for
1: these kids. No. Um, Stanley and Hector share the treasure, the curse is broken, and it finally rains at Camp Green Lake. Yay! And all the kids get to leave because it's shut down.
0: Yeah, which is more important, probably the most important thing, but also there's a happy
1: rain scene. Exactly. It's fun.
0: Everybody loves the rain.
1: Exactly. Um, so we have a few different storylines going on, so there are a bunch of characters. Yeah, you've got like
0: two pages worth of character notes on this one.
1: Yeah, because we have literally three different storylines. Oh, yeah. Um, so in the present, in Camp Greenlake, we have Stanley Yelnats, a 14-year-old boy with a streak of bad luck, um, played by Shia LaBeouf in probably the best role
0: he'll ever have. Yeah. He really kind of peaked at this one.
1: He really did.
0: And it was pre-him going crazy.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We have Hector Zero Cerrone, a boy whose quietness and anger belies his intelligence. Other Camp Green Lake inmates, including X-Ray, the unofficial leader of the campers. Armpit, a tough guy with a heart of gold and some bad BO. Magnet, with a propensity for thievery. And Zigzag, who looks like he's been electrocuted and is the weirdest of the campers.
0: Good good call on the nicknames.
1: Yeah, right. I love me a good uh, ragtag
0: group of kids with a bunch of nicknames. I feel like if you're stuck out in like a prison or military situation somewhere you just got to start doling out the nicknames oh exactly if only to
1: pass the time exactly um we have camp green lake warden louise walker who's on the hunt for treasure just like her ancestors played by sigourney weaver yes awesome um the other camp wardens include mr sir who played by john voight and dr um padanski played by tim blake nelson just a it's, delightful
0: bunch yeah, of ragamuffins i know.
1: I was so excited to see tim blake nelson in this mm-hmm. um there's the kiss and kate storyline so we have Catherine kiss and kate barlow a school teacher who turns bandit when toxic masculinity and racism wreck her life mm-hmm. um sam the onion man who owns an onion farm and is like basically like a handyman yeah because um, he helps kate around the schoolhouse fixing things yeah,
0: he can fix that he can fix that it's so great
1: um so he and Kate are in love and it's seriously otp territory yeah I just love them so much and it's also
0: like it's a I feel like there's a lot of it that's sort of a riff on the princess bride like the as you wish thing yeah like but they make it they make it their own and it's they really do
1: it's so cute Mm. and like in the movie the guy who plays sam is the guy from psych and he's been in a bunch of things and he's just
0: adorable Mm -hmm.
1: so we love sam and Catherine. he sells onions he does and actually those are the onions that um stanley and zero find yeah Mm -hmm. on the mountain
0: works out pretty well for them it
1: does so everything ties together Mm -hmm. um there's charles trout walker the man responsible for killing sam and setting kate on a life of crime also louise's ancestor um, Stanley Yelnats I, the great-grandfather of present-day Stanley, whose suitcase full of money and jewels is stolen and hidden by Kate. Um, and we have the farthest back, the curse storyline, mm-hmm. um, with Elia Yelnats, Stanley's great-great-grandfather and originator of the family curse. What a jerk. Oh, man. He just he was making some real wrong choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, Madame Zeroni, a fortune teller who cursed the Yelnats family after Elia failed to keep his promise. Um, he's she's also Zero's ancestor, and again played by Eartha Kitt, aka Queen of Awesome.
0: Yeah, she's like nice Isma.
1: Yeah, I would say that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I just I love Eartha Kitt, no
0: matter what she's in. She's just amazing. Uh, oh, except Santa Baby.
1: No, I will take her in that.
0: Wow, I
1: love her so much.
0: Man, I will say she gets the closest to making that song work of oh, anybody. I've I I think she
1: makes it work. Yeah, yeah, I'm going for it.
0: Man, she's gonna hook up with Santa.
1: Yeah. And you're right. okay with it. Yeah, I mean, you got it, girl. I guess they're
0: both single swinging, And she doesn't bulks. like
1: she doesn't have that weird baby sound to it. Like yeah, she's yeah. definitely like, I'm a sex machine here. So what you're
0: looking for is someone who infantilizes Santa <laughs> as opposed to allows herself to be infantilized by Santa. Yep. Yeah, I like that. Hey Santa, you're the baby. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm a grown-up. You're the baby. We're going to make out. Oh, God. <laughs> it's The undertones are unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
1: I don't think there has to be a baby in this scenario. I mean,
0: it's right there in the title, Annie. But it's it's Look, one of
1: those things. That's what like, it says on the tin. <laughs> they, like, you don't call someone honey and literally mean
0: that bees just vomited and they appeared. Well, I mean, not when you put it like that. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. But, like, you might want to, like, put them on your pancakes or something.
1: Like a human on
0: pancakes? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really think through the metaphysics of that. Yeah, see, there that. you go. Yeah.
1: Okay, more on the themes of <laughs> Holes. Um, Just keeping this real short, um, fate, uh, the LS family is obviously cursed, and the plot folds on in on itself to show how certain choices affect later outcomes in surprising ways. Mm-hmm. Um, power is a theme here. Um, even though it's a lighthearted story, it still deals with the juvenile justice system and other abuses of power. See the whole Walker family. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and of course, teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, when Stanley and Zero work together, they change things for themselves, their families, and the other kids at Camp Green Lake.
0: I also feel like a low-key theme of this one is, for any writers, is conservation of characters. Yeah,
1: 100%. Like, every like,
0: person on screen is, has a reason to be there.
1: Oh, exactly. Give mm-hmm. yourself the gift that you already gave yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I like that.
1: Thanks. <laughs> um... Things I like and think other people will like. This is just such a friggin' well-plotted story. Yeah. Like, I remember the first time I saw the movie, I was so impressed by how everything came together in surprising and satisfying ways. Yeah,
0: I feel like I kept feeling like i should be annoyed at how neatly everything was tying together but like the pacing of the reveals and the way that they sync up and the emotional payoffs are so there that it doesn't feel manipulative it just feels smart
1: and i I think you said feels smart and then it also plays into the theme of fate because it's like these things are meant to come together like Mm -hmm. this story started with madame zaroni and elia yelnats and like this is the ultimate culmination of that
0: and I think that like by making Stanley one of a long generation, yeah. or a long line, it also puts character choice in on the fate because like there's a yeah. lot of points where he could choose to do differently yeah. or like could fail. And so the stakes are still there even though this has all been faded. It's like fate is gonna keep trying this until yes, somebody gets it right.
1: Definitely. And they do. Yay. Um and the cast of the movie is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, seriously, I'm even on board with Shia LaBeouf here. Yeah. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Yes, if you
0: didn't say it, I was
1: gonna. Yep he
0: put some <laughs> he
1: put a human on
0: his pancakes. Yeah, he he would. Yeah.
1: Um, and of course, it's a story with a lot of heart and warmth and humor. It's just it's great for people of all ages.
0: Yeah. It really is delightful.
1: I like. I will never not be in the mood for holes.
0: <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> it's the title of the movie. I know. I was just thinking about Googling. <laughs> I'm gonna make
1: that T shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please. <laughs> oh, I think that, that works as a pretty good segue into inception. Oh, yep that's it see i I
1: planted that idea in there shove things right in those holes exactly
0: shove those ideas in holes Oh man so tell
1: us uh, about inception oh
0: i will uh inception is a 2010 heist movie directed by christopher nolan but get this turns out the heist is in your dreams There was a lot of ease in that word so it's the um the sequel to dream girls yes It is exactly that, except way less girls in this one. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. Um, It was the passion project that Nolan basically forced Warner Brothers to let him direct after The Dark Knight, uh, and it proceeded to make a whole lot of money, which proved him entirely right. Um, It also uh, had a trailer that pretty much cemented the bwom sound as the defining feature of every action trailer for the last 10 years or so. Yeah. So good job, Inception. You did well.
1: And good job, uh, trailer editors.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whoever that trailer editor was, you have made a lasting impact on the culture. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Anyway, Um, basic synopsis of Inception. Uh, The story follows Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Dominic Dom Cobb, uh, which is really just the worst character name in the history of the world. (laughs) His name is Dom Cobb. It
1: really sounds like... Someone just had a bunch of oral surgery and like went to Starbucks. <laughs> Dom
0: Cobb. <laughs>
1: I'm like, I, it's like I'm gonna have a, a venti latte. And uh, what name is that on Dom Cobb? Dom Cobb.
0: Dom Cobb. Wow, Christopher Nolan's great at a lot of things people, naming is not one of them um, Dom and his partner Arthur are extractors uh, which means that they commit corporate esp- corporate espionage by using experimental technology to go into business people's dreams and steal their secret ideas um, when we first meet them, they're in the middle of extracting information from Saito until who is a high-powered businessman played by Ken Watanabe uh, until he reveals that, guess what he actually hired them to what? extract from him as a test to make sure they could do what he wanted them to do uh honestly this is the biggest twist in the entire movie
1: yeah that's true
0: like it it, it for a movie and we'll talk about this later on for a movie about dreams and nested realities this movie is super duper linear yeah um,
1: It just keeps going deeper.
0: Exactly. Um, So Saito wants Dom and Arthur to pull off a case of inception, uh, which is instead of stealing an idea through extraction, the idea is that they will plant an idea. Um, Saito's main business rival is about to die and leave everything to his son, Robert. And Saito wants them to go into Robert's dreams and plant the idea to dissolve the company once he takes over. Um, And they need to plant it so deep into his subconscious that Robert thinks it's actually his idea that he came up with. Um, Exception, it turns out, is hard, and Dom has only ever attempted it once, which spoiler alert, didn't go so hot for him.
1: Oh no. I
0: know. Who would have thought? So to pull off this very hard job, uh, Dom needs a team. He and Arthur... Because
1: teamwork
0: makes, makes the, the dream work so he and arthur assemble a whole coterie of delightful people uh like eames and identity for forger uh played by tom hardy and i think one of his first like major film roles
1: at least that's the first one i know absolutely from. and
0: it was like the first thing that one that like made him tom hardy yeah um there's Yusuf, a chemist who makes good sleepy time drugs. Uh, and then there is Ariadne, who is there to have a name almost as weird as Dom Cobb and get everything explained to her. Um, that's basically what she does on the team. Like, yeah. Yeah. Also, she's played by Ellen Page, who's great uh, and is very good at puzzles. Um, I,
1: I mean, I did kind of like that Ariadne is the... was. It, um, in Greek mythology, she was turned into a spider because she was so good at weaving.
0: Oh, yeah. So
1: there's, like, she's the architect and making. So, like, that was a great idea, but then they just had her, just like, like yeah, get they, explained to.
0: Right. Like, the idea is that she is, like, a second architect who's helping Dom design these dreams. They're going to put... Uh, the air through but like she basically yeah spends a lot of time on screen finding out information. Um, they are also all watched over by Dom's father in law Michael Kane, basically playing the professor version of Alfred from the Dark Knight and killing it. Um, The Inceptors put together their plan, but they are plagued by the dream world projection of Dom's ex-wife, Mal, uh, played by scary Marianne Cotillard. Uh, Despite this pretty obvious liability, they still let Dom come on the mission anyway, uh, and he proceeds to get them all stuck there so deep that, guess what, if you die in the dream you die in real life Uh, but not really actually it's more that your subconscious gets forever uh, banished to dream limbo i guess which is a thing um there it's basically you die
1: dreamy time dreamy time
0: you get sleepy time teed to death exactly Mm -hmm. um so begins a series of dream hopping sequences where the heisters go deeper and deeper into richard's subconscious which is simultaneously really awesome like when joseph Gordon levitt gets to have a zero gravity hotel hallway fight and also really generic, uh, like how Richard's dreams are all set in whatever generalized, bland location is most necessary for the action set pieces that Christopher Nolan wants to make. Um, Eventually, the Inception is incepted, Saito dies but is rescued from limbo by Cobb and Ariadne, and everyone wakes up after a heist well done, or do they... Because Nolan leaves things on a pretty inevitable but still effective cliffhanger. And the question is hanging in the air of whether everything really did work out for Cobb or whether he himself is dreaming. Ooh, because what is reality really?
1: I dreamed a dream in time gone by. You
0: did. You've been talking about it yeah, a lot lately. Right? Yeah. That was
1: um, a dream is a wish your heart makes. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep.
0: Wishing on a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Time That's Express. The <laughs> <laughs> you know that hit song anyway characters um there's dom cobb terrible name just just terrible uh there's arthur who's dom's much cooler much more competent partner played by joseph gordon levitt in the role that like post brick really kind of cemented his comeback yeah um there's and i'm
1: i'm real oh, proud of him oh absolutely
0: and he is great in this movie oh yeah um like as
1: especially after being like kind of a goober in third rock and yeah. 10 things i hate about you like then it was like oh no you're real hardcore
0: yeah and he is like a secondary character who almost makes more of an impression than the protagonist yeah like he's just really motivated and smart but like keeps the plot moving well um there's eames or Ames or however you pronounce e-a-m-e-s uh don't know no, no. Tom Hardy just sexy eyeing his way into all of our hearts. Uh, there's Ariadne. She likes mazes and she's a woman, which is
1: the girl. a remarkable
0: thing for this uh, for this movie. Uh, then there is Mal. She, too, is a woman. But instead of mages, she likes Dom and trying to kill Dom and ruin all of his plans.
1: I mean, Marion Cotillard does a great
0: job. Oh, my gosh. She's, she's great. She's. There's a moment in it. Why not? Uh, when Ariadne is seeing like the is seeing her for the first time in Cobb's dream and she's like. But Ariane is like backing into an elevator, and Marianne Cotillard like notices her, and then immediately goes to kill her face. Yeah, and it is legitimately terrifying. One
1: hundred percent. So um, she she does a lot with a role that oh, would otherwise not would be a whole be, lot of yeah. nothing,
0: and like would be would be very easy to be a victim role. Yeah, um, or or just like Crazy Ex Girlfriend kind of role. Yeah, and she also delivers the line. It's something like he poisoned my dream or something that. She says it and actually makes it sound convincing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is not an easy line to say. No. Um, there's Yusuf, the chemist, who spends most of the movie in a van falling off a bridge. Uh, it makes sense when you see it. Uh, there's Saito, Ken Watanabe, getting more dream than he bargained for. Uh, Richard Fisher, played by Cillian Murphy, who is not as creepy as he usually is in movies. Uh, and then there's Tom Berenger, who I just realized is also in this movie. Um, he plays Richard's godfather, but he's mostly notable because he's Tom Berenger. And who doesn't like to see that guy pop up in movies? Which his, one is he? Uh, he's the godfather who, like... Tom oh, Hardy no, impersonates within the dream um, who's who
1: is he in other things uh,
0: he's a mr. character Actorman. man oh, okay um, no. yeah. he pops up no, I'm stuff. so
1: excited to see you obviously
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a uh, professor miles played by yep. my cocaine um, in a very Michael Caney kind of role uh, wherein he says rye British gruff things and then also cries a little bit Um, Some themes and fun stuff of Inception. Uh, The big one is like the what is a dream and what is reality uh, kind of thing. But mostly the theme of this movie is that heists are really fun. Um, I know that I've been saying a lot of stuff in this movie is dumb and like it sort of is. uh, But the thing that Christopher Nolan is really, really good at is process. Um, He's like amazing at showing competent people do good jobs at the work they are good at. Uh, And this is a movie full of that. Um, One of the things that I really love about the whole heist sequence is that there's never a moment that hinges on someone being randomly stupid. Like, I feel like a lot of worse action or heist movies yeah. have moments where somebody on the team just randomly gets dumb about a thing that they're right. supposed to be smart about. They're,
1: they're not paying attention or something. Right.
0: Whereas, like, this is a movie where everyone in it is ridiculously good at their job and they execute brilliantly. Um, it's And so the the stakes come from how hard the job is. Yeah. Like, we're watching very good people be up against very hard Uh, tasks. And it's really fun to watch that work. Uh, And I think it's way more satisfying to find your complications that way as opposed to just like randomly lobotomizing a character.
1: It's in the same way that um, a lot of romantic comedies will have like characters you know overhear something that they misunderstand. Mm -hmm. And instead of like talking directly to the other person and saying hey I heard this that upset me. And then they can just hash it out. Yeah, it's like it causes problem where like I like r- stories that it's like oh no it's complicated because of the situation and the people not because there was some random right of like accident
0: Out- like and- an outside contrivance yeah exactly I think it's I think it's what I think it's an idiot plot what Roger Ebert cl- calls it and it's yeah. like a, it's a plot that could be resolved by the main characters having a conversation right and it's like um, that's that's not a stake.
1: Right. So yeah, I think in action movies, it's the same way where it's like, yeah. it's the, the the idiot plot. It's, you can just do your job well and pay attention when it's like the most important moment.
0: Exactly. Like the idea is that you're an expert who's brought in for something. So like, don't just randomly have a brain freeze. Yeah. Um, yeah. Arguably the least competent person in this movie is Dom because yeah. he's insistent yeah. upon being able to pull it off. Uh, despite um, being very obviously compromised. Um, And then finally, as you alluded to, Annie, teamwork makes the dream work. Literally, as long as one member of your team has not constructed an actual dream work, which is a figment of his ex-wife who's trying to kill you all. Um,
1: I'm sorry that I pulled out the teamwork makes the dream work. No, it's okay.
0: It came organically, and I liked that. Cool, Yeah, you know, uh, I just had to force it back in there at the end. Um, So yeah, uh, where do these thematically cross over?
1: um reality is folding in on themselves yeah
0: and i think we were talking about this earlier i think holes actually does a dreamlike plot way better than inception
1: oh, totally it it's i think we were saying holes is a mystery where inception is a heist and yeah. you actually think that inception should be more mind bendy mm-hmm. but holes really does it better
0: yeah and i think like there's a inception has a lot of fun tracking The ways that things that happen in the outer level dreams affect the inner level dreams and vice versa. Like the van going off the bridge makes everything go zero G. And like that is really meticulously constructed and interesting to puzzle out. But it's not confusing at any point.
1: And it's fun in the way it adds problems to the the Mm -hmm. situation. Again, where you're like, oh, now Joseph Gordon-Levitt has to fight in zero gravity. Right um and make sure that the his bombs can go off appropriately Mm -hmm. versus holes where you spend the movie trying to figure out like okay where is this coming from what are the connections and like Mm -hmm. being so pleasantly surprised when everything comes
0: together yeah and i think i think holes feels a lot like being in a dream and inception feels like the analysis of a dream yeah like someone is writing it up um and i think also even just as a film I think Holes is more, like, whimsically imaginative oh, than definitely. you would expect a movie about dream crimes to be.
1: Yeah, um, it is definitely more dreamy mm-hmm. in that sense. Um,
0: because, yeah, and like, I guess,
1: like, for Inception, like, you're, the idea is that they are creating dreams that are not, created to be especially memorable like yeah they're supposed to be boring yeah and you just kind of wake up and think oh i have this idea or Mm -hmm. this feeling and And, not like man i had this weird dream about a flying pig and there was a onion man and
0: and you are like you're creating dreams for someone else so it's not as tied to their subconscious and all that weirdness but yeah i think they're for a filmmaker who is not as like all about meticulousness and and detail as Christopher Nolan. I feel like like if this were like a Michael Gondry movie, uh, or Michelle Gondry movie, um, that would be a very different movie than like this one. I think that like Christopher Nolan is one of the only people who can see or think of the idea like it's people having a executing a heist inside of a dream and not have it just go totally whimsical and like crazy uh, cloud cuckoo land. Uh, you're making a vase
1: um Because I honestly, I was like, I didn't even look up who directed Holes. Because oh. again, that seems secondary to me compared to was Louis Chris, Was it Chris Columbus? No. It was um, Andrew Davis uh-huh. who also directed The Fugitive. Oh, good for him. Yeah. And like a bunch of things that are not like Holes at all.
0: Awesome. Um, well, The Fugitive is great. So as is Holes. I'm yeah. excited to know that. Um, but yeah, I think that that's definitely two places where these overlap with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coming together as a team.
1: Oh, definitely. Again, teamwork makes a dream work Mm -hmm. in various ways.
0: The ways your past defines you. I think like there there is a read of Inception that's just about like Dom recovering from trauma. Yeah. um, And loss.
1: And um, kind of family trauma. Yeah. Where like Dom and and Mal really like messed up their family life. And I think, you know, the the Yelnats family has been messed up for generations. That's
0: true. Although nobody in the Yelnats family committed suicide because they thought they were still in a dream
1: that we know of.
0: That's true. We don't really don't, hear about a lot of the Stanleys. I don't really know, yeah. I don't Man. know
1: how his great-grandfather died.
0: And things get really dark. Yeah, right. Woof. Um, but yeah, I think that like there is definitely that idea of like lineage and continuing on and yeah. nested stories within stories. And I
1: think I, or at least I like to think Inception ends on a hopeful note. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to throw that in there too where there are stories about kind of rising above the... Kind of the bonds of fate and trauma and... and getting closure, yeah,
0: yeah, I think um yeah, there is i I'm really I love the last shot of inception because I think without uh knowing for sure, I am like ninety percent positive that the that the top wobbles at the end. Oh, yeah. And that's just like an absolute editing trick. Like it's something in the sound and the video. I'm sure if you watched it frame by frame, there would be no motion whatsoever. Oh, I don't but know. I don't think so. I think it's a sound. I suspect that it's in the editing and the sound mix. It gives you that impression.
1: That it's like just about to wobble. That it's
0: just about to wobble, but it never actually does, which I think is perfect. Like yeah, I don't want to know goes for sure, either way. You can read it however you want, but uh, I think that that kind of really minute detail work is the kind of thing that Christopher Nolan is great yeah. at, and so that's a really Nolan-y, lovely shot. Um, but yeah, I think that like you no, know, whether it's a dream or not, Dom has closure. Yeah. Um, at the end of the movie, and so does Stanley.
1: Aww.
0: Yeah, and they're both maybe rich. So. That's knows? true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, how does this happen? Um. Is it in dreams or is it in reality?
1: Well, what is dreams and reality? Oh snap! Oh. oh, um, so yeah, I I feel like the whole landscape is so dreamy. Mm-hmm. It does feel like a thing that, like the dream architects would cross over somehow.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I wonder if like so Stanley's super rich now, and yeah. his dad like invents the smelly the, the unsmelling shoes. Yeah, um, so. Does Team Dream Crime get commissioned to inset Stanley?
1: Oh man! And
0: like, like, oh are my we... god,
1: they're going deep into Shia LaBeouf.
0: I'm deep in, <laughs> deep into Shia LaBeouf. You know what? Go ahead and Google that. <laughs> oh <No>, god, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, like I think that you know he's basically a mogul, and like yeah. maybe maybe they're like, hey, this stupid kid has all this money. Like we can totally do something there. Like, well,
1: they're not like. I mean, they're not just like going in. Like someone would have to hire them. Yeah.
0: So like, to so maybe, that. maybe. I mean, I'm sure the Yellnats have more rivals out there. That's
1: true. Maybe there are more Walkers. <gasps> maybe it's Nike. Oh wow. Yeah. That's da- that's man.
0: They're like, no, we make more money when shoes smell bad.
1: Because <laughs> then you have to get new shoes. <laughs> then you
0: got to get new shoes. Yeah, this is killing our business.
1: See, I was thinking, um, you know. <laughs> That like there's that thing in in the Mal universe basically about the train. Mm-hmm. For like I I was thinking like it seems like a a western thing mm. to have the train running through town. Yeah. Um, which I feel like could tie into like the the Kiss and Kate universe somehow. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, we could have. I mean, the Cobb family could connect with the Yelnats curse. Yeah. in some way. Um. Yeah, were they like one of the townspeople? Back when Trout was was killing Sam, or like you know where were the where was like U Uzziah P Cobb? No. Um,
1: no, it can't be e. that P. interesting. Cobb, that's it's your gotta service. Be John
0: Cobb. John Cobb. <laughs> Bob Cobb. Bob Cobb. Yeah, it was Bob Cobb, and they were like, oh, we got to change this name. It's terrible." I've got an idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dom. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, it's like. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Or, in truly bringing this together with the whole universe, could it be Buck Cobb? Because <laughs> Stanley is you that spelled backwards. Yes, there we go. <laughs> Buck Cobb. <laughs> Buck Cobb. Good old Buck Cobb. <laughs> That's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like, I, I think I want it to be less of like, we're just heisting Stanley mm-hmm. versus like, I I want the the holes universe to fold into the inception universe somehow and cause more problems for the Inception's crew. True,
0: but I feel like there's got to be a heist going on. And I th- oh yeah, I, but I, I mean that, that's like, the
1: thing. Like the heist is going on. My
0: thought was that that in Incepting Stanley, they wind up having to contend with a lot of the stuff in Stanley's brain, which is like the holes universe. Like no, he's but I out think there.
1: I I like to think that somehow like Killian Murphy connects with. Mm-hmm. The holes universe somehow. Maybe he was a kid at this juvenile detention center. Oh yeah, and like the the holes universe is folding into the dreamscape mm-hmm. in ways that the the inception crew cannot, like they couldn't have planned for because mm. there's something like again like weird and magical about. The whole oh, universe. yeah.
0: OK. So, yeah, it's like they, they try to go down a level into, like, generic hotel and all of a sudden they're, like, out in the middle of the desert.
1: Yeah, something like that. OK.
0: So then in that read, then, are Stanley and company just figments of his imagination?
1: Or are they real? Because they were real. They would have been mm-hmm. the, like, if um, Killian Murphy's character went to this juvenile detention Oh, center. yeah. Well,
0: he needs a nickname.
1: Um what's his name in here? Creepy. Creeper. Creeper. Well no, it's um, guy Richard Fisher. They would have called him like Fish Face or something. Yeah, fishy. <laughs> fish you're <not>
0: eye. <laughs> you're looking at me like you're not sold on Fishy no. right now. No. We can do better. Go go deeper. Oh man. Fish sif. <laughs> I'm just I'm just flipping all the names now.
1: Plus <laughs> this is my job.
0: I, I, was, asked, I asked you. I already gave you a couple. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. What do you like?
1: I'm just going to go with Fish Face.
0: Fish Face is perfect. Yeah. Love it.
1: Good old Fish Face.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. So uh, is does he have like connection other than just being one of the kids or like is there heritage out there or i feel
1: i mean considering the whole universe is so interconnected and fate oriented Mm -hmm. um i think it does like and especially if this ends up being like a significant memory where it's like like oozing into the other created dreamscapes Mm -hmm. um i feel like it would have to be more significant than just like i went to the camp
0: yeah. Maybe Bach Cobb was one of was the other was like in the carriage with Stanley Yelnats when it got robbed by kissing Kate. Yeah. Like and so they're, Oh, they're,
1: so wait, are you saying Dom is connected to the I'm Eagles? saying everybody I mean this is oh, by Hull's yeah, logic, true, yeah. literally everybody is okay, connected Okay, so Bach Cobb was in the the, 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 the carriage. Coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that when Stanley's wrong. yeah treasure mm-hmm. got taken.
0: Um, I feel like Arthur. Let's say he's related to Sigourney Weaver, because isn't that delightful?
1: Well, I think I was going to say that the Fisher family is related to the Walker family because they're all old money people.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I get that.
1: Um, um,
0: yeah, and, the Walker family is like the dark branch of that family.
1: Well, and maybe Richard Fisher, aka Fish Face, mm-hmm. um, he that's like a, a guilty carries because oh. he found, he found that out and like didn't. Um, kind of stop the walkers from like taking kids and making them dig holes.
0: That's true. And he maybe I mean maybe he got sent there like to shut them up to shut them up. Yeah. Like that was how they kept him quiet about that side of the family.
1: Where it's like if you if you're not gonna get in line, Mm -hmm. we're gonna make you
0: dig holes. Yeah. Oh, you know. Uh (laughs) so one thing that inse about Inception that I feel like never really made sense to me, and they explain it but it I still think it's kind of crap. Uh is why limbo is is Dom's limbo? Yeah, because they're all inside Richard's dreams. So mm-hmm. I feel like it should be Richard's limbo, yeah. limbo. and I feel like obviously this camp is going to be limbo.
1: Oh, totally! You're just digging holes forever. Yeah,
0: and there is something very like, like purgatorial about the camp in general so like is this just like a limbo place and isn't
1: purgatory meant to be a place where like you have to earn up your way to heaven and yeah and the holes are quote supposed to be like a self-improvement thing absolutely even though they're actually trying to find
0: treasure so really this could be like limbo is like the nexus for all of them so they're all falling into this place in various even if they're not in the same place they're all coming together in this one it's it's lost yeah man the th- the secret third crossover Yay. of this episode,
1: <laughs> but actually it makes more sense. Yeah, it does.
0: It holds together way better. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, they so they're all they ca- like you said. There's this magical pull, this force that brought them all to the holes Yeah. Yeah, uh, and to Camp Green Lake. I like that. Yeah. So, what do they all need to do to get out?
1: Um, I mean, I think it still should tie into again, like the 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 Yelnats family curse. Yeah. I like um, Richard being part of the the walker family and Mm. kind of like him seeing this as like his very dark past yeah like he needs to atone for the family sins it's
0: true yeah Um, maybe yeah he needs mm -hmm. to make up for that um arthur is he's probably related to one of the kids in the camp
1: well, that's maybe that's how we learned how to how to bomb
0: things. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's how he learned his demolitions. <laughs> yeah, tricks. It,
1: well, he he was like, you can blow up a hole way faster than you can dig it.
0: That's true. Yeah, I think Ames, Ames, let's just say Ames. Yeah, I think Ames has no connection to anything. No, I think he's just like he's a, like I just got brought in. Right, he's like, look, I'm just here to do a job. And he's also, I think, one of the things that I love about him in Inception is that he's one of the only people who's actually able to grasp the dreaminess uh and the power of things mm. where he'll just like dream up a big gun for himself yeah uh and so i think that like he has a little more power in this space than everybody else maybe yeah. like he can he gets a bigger shovel to dig holes with or something and,
1: and he um can turn himself into a giant lizard
0: <laughs> yeah a giant poisonous <laughs> yeah lizard. Rawr. um i think ariadne helps everybody navigate to the onions yes like or makes that mountain like she's constructing it
1: oh yeah i mm. like that um, um, and maybe, maybe Ariadne also, like, because she's, again, like, kind of the architect, like, helps, helps people connect, like, the literal plot lines where oh, it's like, yeah. oh.
0: She's threading zero. things together. Yeah, exactly. She is satisfying her role of person who learns, learns information.
1: Exactly. Where <laughs> yeah. right? She's like, oh, wait, no, I remember all of these things that I've been told and actually can use information.
0: I've got it right here in my dream journal oh Oh. Um, yeah so i like it so they're all just trying to like piece things together and i think yeah once they have a full picture together they have solved the maze and can escape so outward
1: so how is mal functioning in this purgatory
0: oh man Oh, man. Well, my first gut was like, oh, she – instead of uh, Louise, she's there. Mm-hmm. But I want Marin Cotillard and Sergoni Weaver to have so many scenes together. Yeah, right. Just all the Just, scenes. I feel like they're rivals. Yeah. Like, I, I th- think
1: maybe Louise is – I can see Louise like actually being really creeped out by her and mm-hmm. like – because Louise is like, I am in it for the treasure. I am. I am still trying to hunt this down. And she keeps seeing Mal around
0: and yeah. like – it's very unsettling. I feel like Mal is like this weird desert witch out yeah. there just like harnessing, again, the power of the dreamscape in yeah. a way that nobody else is quite able to.
1: Yeah. Um, and so, I yeah. I feel like Mal and Madame Zeroni actually would be buds.
0: Yeah. They're hanging out yeah. together. Um, yeah. Just vengeance. Absolutely. Just getting that vengeance. Yeah. Get it all. Um, yeah, it's like the the benevolent side of the coin in yeah. the kit, and then the very malevolent yeah.
1: side.
0: Um, so, yeah, I think that she's just like a chaos agent, like, mm. coming in and threatening things and, like, maybe some and people burying bear-
1: people alive.
0: Sending those lizards out.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Man, now I just want to see Marianne Cotillard, like, leading an army of lizards. Yes.
1: <laughs> just covered in lizards. Go, my children. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, she'd be so good at she's that. She's so creepy. I know. Um, so, yeah, how about some games? We've actually got, well, not a lot of. We got, there's a lot of kids on the whole side, but yeah.
1: Well, um, so we got some adults in yeah. the whole universe enough for uh, a kiss
0: your faces round. I right? think
1: oh, totally. Yeah,
0: we haven't done one of these in a while.
1: Yeah. Um. So I, I can't break up. Um. Kate Barlow and Sam the Onion Man. Oh no! Like they're I would never ask you OTP. To. Yeah. Um. But we have again Louise Walker, mm-hmm. um, who's a real bad lady. Yeah. Um.
0: I mean. Can she
1: and Mal hook up? I think she's kind of freaked out by Mal. Again, I think yeah. I think because Louise has such a mission.
0: There's just so much power
1: there. I know, right? <laughs> I do love it.
0: I know. Um, but yeah, Louise and I mean, Louise and Ames
1: yeah right tom hardy's just swooping
0: in there i think okay louise gets stuck out there uh mal is attacking her and ames swoops in with some dream powers and saves her and winks and then just like they go to bed together yeah they never talk again no but it's exactly just, like, they do it you know Oof, they obviously. had a great time yeah they have a wonderful time um Dobb doesn't hook up dom doesn't hook up with anyone because his name is dom <laughs> yeah
1: right he's also a little he's a little he's just rough. A, yeah, yeah he's
0: a jerk um, um
1: Okay, so as much as I said, I don't want to break up Kate and Sam. Oh, man. Let's say once Kate is kissing Kate and she's real angry,
0: Mm. I think
1: maybe Ariadne and Kate could team up at that point. Yeah,
0: I could see that. Yeah. Not Arthur. Um, I think they're both good at executing plans. They've got that sort of bad guy edge to them.
1: True, but I think, I think, um, Kate, she needs a little softness, because yeah. I mean, look at Sam.
0: That's true. That,
1: that beautiful muffin.
0: What a beautiful muffin. And I just feel like Arthur's been so much of Inception fixing things. <laughs> you just want him he's to get fixing, something? Well, he's fixing other people's messes, and he that can, is true. he can fix that.
1: That is true. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I do like that, like, the layers of time become layers of this dream that are layering, that are like yeah. collapsing in on one another, so that it's all happening simultaneously Oh, the, totally. end of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, With Marion are just standing at the top of the mountain, firing lightning from her fingertips, yes, and kagling.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, best buddies obviously, um, Mal and Madame Zeroni. Yep,
0: for sure. Best
1: buddy slash um ba- uh, battle dome. Yeah, I think because it's again that that same side of the coin. Yeah, kind there's of some thing. antagonism there. Yeah.
0: Um, I mm-hmm. think Arthur and Stanley. Uh, I think Arthur maybe Arthur helps Stanley not grow up to be adult Shia LaBeouf.
1: I like that. Yeah. Yeah. As a former child actor, Joseph Gordon Levitt. That's true. You can usher him through (laughs) on both textual and textual levels. Don't
0: destroy yourself. Yeah. Hey, here's here's the trick. Be a good person. (laughs) And
1: maybe get yourself some people who are not gonna
0: mess with you. Who are gonna take care of you.
1: Yeah. Take a break for a while. Remember to be a normal human.
0: Who on Team Dream Heist is uh, zero friends with? Um, other than Michael Caine. Michael
1: Caine. Um, see, I would have. I think I. I would say Ames.
0: Yeah. Um, Ames is everybody's buddy.
1: Yeah, or maybe Arthur, because I think they're both very serious and they don't. Yeah,
0: actually, maybe even more than Stanley. Yeah. Dom and Stanley would probably get along, and that would be bad news.
1: Um.
0: I'm looping back on my best buddies. Instead of instead of Arthur, I'm saying Stanley's probably yeah. a better fit for Dom.
1: Yeah, I think it, they they both have some issues to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think Arthur would not see Zero being quiet as like, oh, you're obviously not smart. He would just yeah. be like, kids are kids are are the, the the wheels are turning in his head. We don't yeah. have to talk a lot. He's
0: working hard. Yeah, yeah, we get things mm-hmm. done. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think. Richard wouldn't really make friends with anybody.
1: No. He's he's thinking he's just in his own dream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yusuf and Tim Blake Nelson can hang out.
1: Oh, yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah. But, you know, they're just having fun. Just having... They're like a kid out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's like, you know, they're, it's a good mix of folks. And then I yeah. think by the end of it, they're pretty much all trying to work together to get out of this dreamscape. Yeah. And then they all just wind up in Richard's dreams for some reason. Yeah, and everybody's
1: like, wow, this is a weird place to be. Richard wakes up and he's
0: like, I love my dad.
1: Also, what? Oh, that's another theme, dads.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. All dads.
1: Yeah.
0: And the the crimes thereof. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And pinwheels. Everybody has pinwheels by the end of it.
1: Yes, there you go. Mm -hmm. And pinwheels seem like the bearded dragon's neck when it
0: Oh, yeah. I'd buy that. Oh man! So there we go. That's, Living on uh, the edge with the microphone. I
1: know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, okay. Yes. I think that's the that's the poster image. Yeah. Is a bearded dragon, but with, the, with a with pinwheel. There
1: yeah. we go. I'll see if I can make that on on the Photoshop.
0: Oh yeah, please do. No, I was actually thinking the image for this show could be the field of holes, but then popping up out of each one is one of the crew from Inception. <laughs> 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 I kind of love that. Yeah, we'll see if it happens or not. Oh,
1: man, that's, I think that would be a lot of cut and paste work. That's a
0: lot of work. Um, I think we can find an equally good one. Yes. Um, but, hey, in the meantime, if we want to leave people with more than just an amazing image on the way out the door, where can they find some more stuff that's like holes?
1: Um, so for more ragtag groups of kids and teens and movies, um, you can check out Newsies, which oh, yeah, is another can. Disney movie featuring a bunch of kids with fun nicknames. Mm-hmm um annie the musical and movie adaptation which i legit watched every day as a child and which also features an awesome cast and a bunch of kids with funny
0: names what did you uh what did you see in annie that was of interest to you i
1: have no idea i can't i mean i just i randomly found it this
0: movie about a little girl with red hair named annie Yeah. just i don't know it's random it's crazy how we just latch on to things sometimes
1: exactly (laughs) um the sandlot about a group of baseball playing kids and a monster dog who spoiler alert is not a monster because he's a wonderful big
0: because no dogs Goober. are monsters.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. No bad dogs, only bad owners. Exactly. Um, and the Parent Trap, which is uh, both the original and the remake, about long lost twins who meet at a summer camp and who conspire to bring their parents back together. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be a
0: very different movie if they met at Camp Green Lake.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, wow, this is a this is a camp movie. I
0: guess. <laughs> <laughs> this is what camp is. Yep.
1: Um, and for more middle grade adventures, you can check out from the Mixed Up Files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler about a pair of siblings who run away to the Metropolitan Museum of Art and solve a an art history mystery.
0: The best kind of mystery. It
1: is. And I like I love this book so much. Yay. It's just like I feel like Claudia Kincaid is like my little soulmate because she was like, I'm going to run away, but I don't want to run away like hard. I, I want to run away to like a cool place that has a yeah. bed and a bathroom. Just, I want
0: a Royal Tenenbaums this.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, the Royal Tenenbaums definitely stole that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Maniac McGee, if you like humor and heart and literally all the feels.
0: Oh, that book ripped my soul out. It's just so perfect. God, it's so good.
1: Um, There will be bears about growing up and masculinity and also feels. Mm -hmm. Um, A a Greyhound of a Girl, which features four generations of women and ghosts and grief and moving on. So there's some time folding in on itself there, too. Oh, that's true. Um, And just, yeah, like, I feel like i'm like the only person who like loves this book
0: really i don't
1: know because like i never hear anybody talking about it like i think it has fine reviews i guess he
0: has like more bit like bigger books that oh, people totally. think of when they think of roddy yeah
1: doyle. and i don't think it was like a thing that was real pushed in the kidlet community as much mm. as much as it was like roddy doyle wrote a book right um well, but he... i just love it i think it's so sweet and heartfelt and gentle and has greyhounds well there it is what more do you need yeah um, and of course, the countdown conspiracy and the seismic seven by friend of the podcast, Katie Slavensky. Hey, Katie, Woo-hoo. um, I feel like seismic would actually be a great match for holes because it has to do with the outdoors and some bad people and teamwork and
0: feels, and it's all about digging,
1: yeah, exactly. It's just real deep digging, just, yeah, way more I, than five by five. Oh, man,
0: <laughs> oh, Yosemite's gonna blow oh, up. Oh, my,
1: um. But, yeah, you should check out both of those books um, Mm -hmm. because they're fantastic. Yeah. So, speaking of other fantastic recommendations, tell us about some Inception-alikes. Well, I'm just
0: going to go ahead and incept some ideas into your brain. You should go and watch, uh, if you want some more Christopher Nolan Process Goodness. I mean, The Dark Knight, duh. Um, But I actually think The Prestige is, like, the best – Christopher Nolan movie like this one, uh, in that it's about, again, just like process. And I yeah. think that's a movie that actually manages to have some twists uh, throughout it. Um, I think it's, it, it, it uh, I find it to be a more surprising movie than Inception. I, I enjoy them both quite a bit.
1: I think for me, the prestige doesn't stick the landing as much. Really? Yeah. Like, I think I always think back at that. I'm like, wait, what? Hmm. Whereas inception just feels completely satisfying as a process movie i do
0: think inception is a way more satisfying movie in like the i just want to feel awesome kind of way Mm -hmm. um the prestige is a little more like dark oh
1: yeah but i I just i don't think
0: and uncomfortable
1: oh yeah Mm -hmm. i bet i just i don't think the plot quite made it for me. I could see that. Yeah.
0: Um, for probably the most dark and uncomfortable that Christopher Nolan gets check out his first movie Memento. Uh, I did
1: not know that was Christopher Nolan. Yeah. um, I have, it still haven't seen it actually. So it's
0: it's great. I mean, it's a really gritty little noir and it has a just great premise, which is that the whole movie is told in reverse. Um, and it still really works. Um, yeah, I think it is like a little puzzle box of a film and it's uh, a great performance by Guy Pearce and Carrie Ann Moss. Um, for a movie that I think gets more at dream logic and what dreams work like, uh, I would say Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind really can't be beat um, by Michel Gondry. It is Aww. a way more tender-hearted and soft movie than Inception. But I think, again, it really has way more to say about dreams specifically. Um, if you want more Joseph Gordon-Levitt in your life, and who wouldn't, Right. Um, my first and forever recommendation is Brick. Uh, it is a film noir hard-boiled detective story set in a high school and it is great um but i think also looper is a fantastic film that feels a little more of akin with inception uh, because you've got twisty turny time uh and joseph gordon levitt growing up to be bruce willis somehow Somehow. they kind of make it work though
1: Well, i can see that yeah um and
0: it's been a hard few years yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And um, you know, of course you can watch 10 Things I Hate
0: About You. Oh, you can always watch 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> it's one of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's a slightly different Joseph Gordon-Levitt True, than but you but see in this one. True,
1: but truly a fine role.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think in a lot of ways the in a lot of ways Inception is going for uh The Matrix as far as like filmmaking. I feel like it was trying to push story in cinema in a in a similar way that The Matrix was, and I think similarly it has more like flash and rousing satisfaction than it does like deep philosophical grounding or yeah. anything. But they're both very that. fun spectacle movies. Um, and on the book side, uh, if you want a caper that turns very, very metaphysical and dreamlike, you can check out The Man Who Was Thursday by G.K. Chesterton. Um, that movie starts off or that book starts off as one of the most like cool, thrilling procedural process books and then slowly devolves into a nightmare which is the subtitle of the book a nightmare um and i think if you want just total dream logic um whimsicality and imagination you can't beat uh, haruki murakami um i think kafka on the shore is my favorite book by him uh but the most out there ridiculous dream like that feels to me again the most like inception and that it's sort of urban set and mysterious is 1q84 it is a huge big book it is very very weird but uh i found it to be pretty compulsive reading actually and uh and ended up really enjoying it nice but yeah those are our recommendations um annie if people want to find where to find these recommendations as well as other info where can they check us out
1: they can find all of these show notes at to, um, crossoverappealpodcast.tumblr.com along mm. with all of our other content
0: indeed uh you can email us all your mm. favorite words that no one should ever google at crossoverappealpodcast at gmail.com
1: you can make a facebook event for a
0: bagel party oh, yeah
1: and share it on our facebook page which is crossover appeal podcast
0: mm-hmm. uh you can tweet us with your favorite dreamy gifts. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to yeah. leave that open-ended uh, uh-huh. at Crossover Appeal.
1: Um, and what makes us feel like we're living in a dream is Ooh. if you subscribed on iTunes mm-hmm. and, and left us a rating and review.
0: Yeah, you can even think that it's your own idea.
1: Yeah. Ooh, we've landed <laughs> that deep in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's all the the shows we got for today it's all
0: the shows that are in the show but yeah. uh yeah we're gonna head off to dream town of our own and hope that nobody extracts anything that is a trade secret i'm running out of i know right gas on i'm this like one.
1: what what's in my brain that's yeah. like really significant yeah
0: have at it dom cobb yeah, right? your sure. name is dumb <laughs> also <laughs> more like dumb cobb
1: oh, oh
0: i mean he kind of is
1: yeah, yeah he's fine <laughs> um I was going to say, I feel like always my dreams are like way more random. Oh, yeah. no, would there's just be like, what? what there's is- nothing there for anybody. No, right?
0: <laughs> Not in mine. Um, but hey, mm-hmm. we will have something for all of you in two more weeks with another episode. But until then, this has been Crossover Appeal. I'm Walt McGough.
1: I'm Annie Carty.
0: And we are reminding you to, as always,
1: please ship responsibly.